Hey, hey, welcome to the Seven Figure Photography Coach Podcast. This is the podcast to get no fluff advice, to finally get your ideas out of your head and into the hands of paying students quickly. It's time to turn your photography knowledge, skills, and experience into an extra stream of income by creating an online course or coaching program. I am your fast-talking, zero BS host and new business bestie, Jenny Maroney. Three years ago, I was burned out AF, photographing sessions every evening, editing every weekend, and missing my young kids at home. After two decades in the photography industry, I decided to pivot into coaching and share my knowledge with others, and my life and my business have never been the same. Over the past few years, I've helped hundreds of photographers create and launch their first online courses, coaching programs, and workshops with wild results. I've helped students have $10,000, $20,000, $30,000, $40,000 launches in just 90 days or less, having never coached or mentored before, without needing a huge audience, without needing to dance on TikTok and Reels. And I've helped those photographers be able to scale to six figures and beyond. And I'm on a mission to help you do the same. Each week, I'll be sharing my best kept marketing secrets, launch strategies, business hacks, actionable advice that I've used in my very own business to become a million dollar photography coach so that you can do the same. Okay, let's dive in to today's episode. Hey, hey, oh my God, I'm so freaking excited about this episode. So one of my inner circle clients has asked me to create this episode multiple times, and I'm so excited that today's the day I finally get to record it. So this is a question she asked, Jenny, can you please explain how you went from six-figure burned-out photographer to six-figure photography coach to seven-figure photography coach, all within the matter of two years? I was like, yep. I'm on it. Let's do it. So I want to break that down for you today. So as you probably have heard in my previous episodes, I was a photographer for over two decades. I'm a dinosaur. <laughs> and I was burned out AF. We had a newborn at the time and a toddler, and I was so freaking burned out. And I knew that I it was not sustainable for me to be doing sessions every evening and sessions every weekend and sessions all day and my baby in tow and my toddler at preschool. It was just too much. I was so burned out. I was half-assing everything. So I knew that I needed to make a change. And so the pandemic rolled around and I was like, oh, this is my sign. Like, it's shitty, but this is the sign. I can't photograph right now. Like, our state was shut down, so I cannot photograph babies. It's not safe and I don't want to. So I am right now going to get online and say, hey, I am a burned out six-figure newborn photographer. I was a wedding photographer for 10 years prior to that. I would love to help any photographer that wants to learn how to scale their business while we're not able to work out and about behind our cameras. Why don't you work on your business? And I had so many hands raised that I was literally shocked. I was like, did that just happen? Wait, hold up. That many people actually want to learn from me? Like, all right, cool, let's do this. So I started a little membership where once a week for, I think we did it for four months, I showed up live and I answered open Q&A for photographers that wanted to scale their business to six figures and beyond. It was open enrollment, so we had new people joining all the time. So I literally shut down my photography business overnight, like many of us did during the pandemic, and I started coaching that next week. And I remember it clear as day. We we had gone up to the mountains. We have a ski condo, and I locked myself in the bathroom because it's not a very big ski condo. And I was like, kids, be quiet. Don't come upstairs. Go play outside in the snow. I have important business to do. <laughs> and they were like, sweet, we don't have school. We're going to go sledding. And I was like, awesome. So I'm in the bathroom working from the floor like the true professional I am. And, you know, I'm answering open Q&A from photographers literally all over the world. 
We had photographers from all over the world showing up. And I was shocked and so pumped. Every single time I got off the call, I was so high with excitement about helping others. And it was in that exact moment on the floor of my ski condo in Steamboat, Colorado, that I knew I was likely not going to go back to photography. And that coaching was my new future. And it filled my cup so much more than I could have expected. I was literally just looking for an outlet and an income stream during the pandemic. And it turned into something so much more. So in that first year, we hit $600,000. And I was still doing some photography that I was allowed to do during the pandemic in addition to that. So as soon as that happened, I realized that I was onto something. And it just, I, I can't even put it into words. It just filled my cup so much. It was so rewarding helping other photographers and seeing the results that they were able to get. And so I decided I did not want to teach posing or pricing or any of those things anymore. I wanted to start teaching photographers how I essentially had just done what I did. How did I go from photography to becoming a coach in less than a year and bring in six figures? So I then created my mastermind, which I've since retired, and I'll get to that in a minute. But I created my mastermind where I started teaching photographers how to become coaches like I had just done. And I was literally only like two steps ahead. Okay. So I taught them how to create online courses, how to create coaching programs, how to create ads. I got scrappy a few years ago and learned Instagram ads, and I've made hundreds of thousands of dollars on them since, and I help lots of photographers do the same. So I essentially taught photographers in my mastermind how to create, launch, and sell their first ten dollars to $50,000 online course or coaching program in less than three months. It was so incredible. It was so rewarding. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Now I'm teaching photographers how to become coaches, right? So then I, <laughs> I started realizing that these photographers that I taught how to become coaches are now having their photography students come to them and say, hey, how did you become a coach? And so then all of those female photographers came to me and they were like, A, can I teach this? And B, how do I teach them what you taught me? So that now, and this is where I lose most people. <laughs> My dad's like, I don't understand. What the hell do you do? <laughs> but essentially, I was a photographer. I became a coach. I then taught other photographers how to become coaches. Then I taught those photography coaches how to teach other photographers how to become coaches. So it's the trickle down effect, right? So at that point, I realized that I needed to turn this rolling enrollment because doing live launches, six figures is awesome, but I knew it wasn't even about the money. I just knew I could be helping so many more people. But if I kept doing live rounds where I could only accept 10 to 13 people each round and it was three months, I could only do this four times a year. That means I can only help 40 to 50 people a year. And I, I had my eyes set on so much more. I was like, we're going big here. We are going big. And so that was the biggest transition. When I went from six figures to seven figures, it was because I took my program Evergreen. I turned it into rolling enrollment, which means that people could apply and join my program if they were the right fit and I was the right fit for them. They could join my program at any time if there was a spot available. And I was really, really mindful, and I still am, on who we accept because I'm an Enneagram 3. So I really, 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 really take care very deeply about my students. My whole team does as well. And we want to make sure that we're accepting people into the program, that we truly understand what their goals are, and that we feel confident that we can help them hit those goals quickly inside of our program. I want to make sure that I am the right coach for my students, right? And so we've had people apply before that we have not accepted into the program simply because, you know, I had one person say, hey, I'm a bird photographer and I want to create a book for bird photographers teaching them how to become bird photographers. And I was like, okay, I can teach you how to teach other photographers and become a coach, but I, I've never written a book. I'm not a bird photographer for starters, <laughs> and I've never written a book, so I can't teach you how to write a book. 
right? So we didn't accept that person. There's been other times where I just knew I wasn't the right coach or that they weren't the right client for me. And that's okay, right? So turning your program evergreen and putting it on autopilot allows you to scale massively. And as long as you keep in mind and you're mindful of who you accept into your program, and you're not just accepting people for the sake of filling spots, which I would never encourage anyone to do, it's really, really, really important to make sure, like I said, you understand what your clients' goals are, what your students' goals are, and and that you do feel confident that you're the right coach for them and that you can help them and that you want to work with them and they want to work with you. So that was step number one, turning my program evergreen. As soon as I did that, I realized that my program was scaling faster than I could keep up with. And there were so many incredible photographers applying for my program that I wanted to accept into the program, that I did accept into the program, that I quickly felt like I didn't have the bandwidth to do everything. And so before I knew it, I went from working on my business as a visionary, as a leader, to working in my business, like grinding hard. And all of a sudden, I was like, whoa, I thought I was burned out before. I want to burn this whole thing to the ground. And my coach at the time was like, time out. Let's just reassess. What are you doing in your business? Make a list of every single thing you do every single day for seven days or for one week of work. And I did. And we were both like, holy shit, that's not sustainable. Right. And so my coach at the time was like, it's time to build a team. Actually, you you like missed the mark. You should have built a team like two months ago, but that's okay. (laughs) Let's circle back. Let's backpedal and make that happen. Right. So I, at the time, was so scared to outsource anything for two reasons. One, I am an Enneagram 3. And so I was afraid of letting go of that control. I was afraid of saying, okay, I've done this for so many years by myself. I'm going to just hand this over to someone else and hope that they do it right. And I hope that they treat my clients the same way I want them to be treated, in the way I would talk to them, in the way I would teach them, in the way all the things, right? Number two... I was so scared. I was like, what if all of a sudden this stops working? What if I stop getting applications every day? What if I stop enrolling students every week? What if we stop scaling the business? What if we're not able to serve as many people and now I've outsourced all this work and I'm paying thousands of dollars every month? What if it doesn't come back? And this took me months to work through with my coach. She was like, you cannot scale from six figures to seven figures and have it be sustainable without outsourcing. You cannot wear every single hat in your business. At some point, you won't be able to keep up. And you're going to, your clients are going to suffer for it, which I know you don't want, Jenny. And I was like, no, 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 no. And she's like, your family's going to suffer because they already are. You're working till midnight, seven days a week. And you promised yourself this is not what you were going to do, right? You became a coach because you wanted that freedom. You wanted to not be behind the camera nights and weekends. And now look at you, you're behind your computer. And I was like, ah, shit, you're right. (laughs) So I took a leap of faith and I started outsourcing. I brought on a VA. I brought on an OBM, an online business manager. I hired a copywriter, which was a huge investment. And I was so scared because I was like, I'm decent at writing. I can do this. And my coach had to keep reminding me, just because you can do it doesn't mean you should do it, right? Work on your business, not in your business. The CEO of Nordstrom is not out there stocking shelves himself. He's not bagging clothes. He's not running the register. You cannot do every single piece of this if you want to scale. And if you want to keep serving your clients well, I encourage you to keep outsourcing. So I made a list of all the things that I didn't really enjoy doing in my business. And I started outsourcing those things. So I didn't love having to be in charge of invoices. I didn't love having to be in charge of keeping up with who was outstanding on payments or who didn't get access to the the lessons. The behind the scenes piece of it, I didn't love doing. So I found someone that's really freaking good at that and takes it very seriously and is really, really passionate about serving our clients and our students, right? And so that was a huge weight lifted off my shoulder. I didn't love, (laughs) most of you probably know this about me, but I didn't love posting on social media. 
I don't love having to come up with content and posts and I'm not someone that's going to do reels, although I probably should, but I just, I don't, I don't prioritize them. And so therefore they don't happen. And then I was beating myself up over it. So I started outsourcing that, have someone create the content based on what I want it to say and the message I want to send and have someone just schedule it for you or post it for you, right? You cannot do this alone. You absolutely need a team. And with a team, you must have patience. Okay. So here's a lesson I learned the hard way. I expected everyone that joined my team to, you know, get up to speed and be able to do it exactly the way I've been able to do it and say it exactly how I say it within a matter of like two and a half seconds. Because <laughs> I'm the girl that wants everything done yesterday. But when you grow a team, you're training someone from scratch. It's not their business. So not only finding the right person that is dedicated and cares about your your students and your clients as much as you do is obviously the most crucial piece. But number two, having that patience, giving that space for them to get up to speed and learn it in a way that makes sense to them so that, yes, there's going to be a learning curve. Yes, there's going to be time that you're spending in that first month, two months, three months training them up. After that, it's autopilot. They do their job and they do it well and they only check in with you when they have a question, right? It's so important because you're not going to be able to scale from six figures to seven figures if you're still trying to run a full-time photography business, do all of your editing, doing all of your booking, doing all of your IPS, plus teaching all the students in your mastermind, hosting every single coaching call, creating every single template or resource that you're giving your clients inside of your group coaching program, doing one-on-one calls. Like It's just not sustainable. And I speak from experience. I, I literally got to a point where I told my coach I wanted to burn my entire coaching business down. And she's like, first of all, it's been less than a year and you've already hit six figures and now you've hit seven figures and you're going to burn this down to the ground. And I was like, Ugh, no, no, I'm not. What am I going to do? So we started outsourcing, like I said. So make a list of all the things that you don't love doing in your business, but they have to be done. These are non-negotiables. You know your business is not going to grow, scale, or serve your clients well unless these things are done on a regular. And then hire someone to do it. It doesn't have to be millions of dollars spent every single month. And the other thing you have to get used to, and this was hard for me, is seeing those numbers go out the door every single month. And at first, you may not see that ROI because you're training your, your team up. And so you have to have that patience to know that that money is going to come back to you tenfold. There's no way that I could scale to this point. We're on track to hit $2 million this year. There's no way that I could scale to this point without my team in place. Now, just over a year ago, I was a two-person team. It was just myself and my my VA. And that was just over a year ago. And now I have a COO who started as my VA, then moved straight up to COO. And she runs the back end of my business 100%. And she's so trained and I trust her so much. And she loves my clients as much as I do that she has full permission to make decisions on my behalf. And I know that she'll make the right ones. So the only time that something comes to me is when it is like massive red flag issue. Otherwise, she's handling things on her own. Did that happen the first day or first week? No, it took some time, right? We've hired an in-house ad strategist to be a coach inside of my program to help my clients with their ads. Yes, it's something I can teach. Yes, I know ads very well, but I don't have the bandwidth to do that. So why not hire someone that's really good at it and enjoys doing it and enjoys helping others to support you and your clients? We've hired a copywriter to be our copy coach to review all of our students' content. So when they're writing their sales pages and their sales emails, they submit to her for review before they go publish them or send them to anyone. My students don't have to go hire a $10,000 launch copywriter. They get access to not only my templates, but my copywriter. Now, are these all things I would suggest you put into place immediately when you start a mastermind or a group coaching program? No, absolutely not. I reviewed everyone's work on my own for over two years. I, you know, I did all the calls myself. I did all the answer, question answering. I did everything myself. 
But then I burned out and I almost burned my business down. And I don't want anyone else to get to that point. So not only do you have to build a team and outsource, you have to have patience and you have to be willing to, you know, delegate responsibility to others and just know that this will come back. This will come back to you tenfold. And so having the copywriter on our team, having my COO, who's my right-hand person, having, you know, the ad strategist, we have a mindset and success and sales coach. All of these people on my team are absolutely freaking incredible and have helped me personally get to the point in my business that I'm at. So I went and hired all of them to help my students as well. (laughs) So they have access to all of these people on my team Monday through Friday, in addition to my support and access to me as well. So I really, really, really encourage you, if you're ready to go from six figures to seven figures, or from photographer to coach. These are all the things you have to have in place. The last thing that I'll say, well, here's just a quick little silly one, but one thing that I had to do, and it was really painful for me to do, but I was addicted to the numbers. I was fixated, hyper fixated on the numbers. I was constantly looking every single day, how are my ads performing? How much am I spending per lead? How many of these people are converting into enrollments? How many people have we enrolled? How well are we helping them? All of these numbers and data and how much have we sold this month? How much have we made this month? How much have we spent this month? All of the things. Now, I'm not saying don't look at these things. These are very important numbers that you need to have a pulse on, but don't get hyper fixated on them. If you're refreshing the screen on your Stripe app every three hours, we have a problem (laughs) because you don't want to get to the point where you're fixating on the numbers, right? Energy goes where your focus flows. And I truly believe that if we're focusing on what we're not getting or what we don't have, you're only manifesting more of that, right? If we're focusing on the negative, have you ever done that? You're in a bad mood. You're focusing on all the bad shit that happened to you that day. And all of a sudden it's like your day just keeps spiraling, getting worse and worse and worse. Well, it's because we're focusing on all the negative shit and we're creating more of it really. Now, if we stop and we think about all the people we are helping, all the people that have opted into our freebie or our ad or on our email list or have messaged us something nice in the DMs or have signed up for one of our programs. If you pour your energy into all of those people, you will create more of that. So that's that's another little tip. And then also remove all of your business apps from your phone and your watch. Okay, this one took me a long time to actually freaking pull the trigger on, but don't have Slack on your phone or on your watch. Don't have Stripe on your phone or on your watch. Don't have PayPal. Don't have any like business analytic-y type things on your, especially on your watch. But you will find that you are so freaking distracted that you're not working on your business anymore. You're hyper fixating on the details within. You're working in your business, not on your business. And a true CEO works on the business at all times, right? So I'm not saying don't do the work. I'm not saying you have to hire a team the first day you become a coach, but just keep in mind that when you are ready to scale, you cannot do it alone. So if you have any questions about any of this, because I know this is kind of a heavy subject and a lot of questions can come about with this, DM me on Instagram if you have any questions. It's at Jenny Maroney. And I will link my programs below. Uh, like I said, we have PCK for photographers that want to create and launch their first online course or coaching program in the next 90 days. And then we also have 100K Photography Coach for photographers that already have an online course or coaching program and want to scale it. And that's likely where you're at if you're ready to go from six figures to seven figures or you know you want to just get more enrollments and help more people. 100K Photography Coach is for you if you already have a program. I'll link both of those below. I also am opening up this super exciting. I am opening up a couple one-on-one spots. I only do this twice a year, so we're getting ready to do that. So I will link my website in the show notes below. You can click on that and see how you can work with me. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode and get out there, put your shit out there, share what you know with others, get out of your own damn way because you have a lot. You have a lot, lot to share with others and you could absolutely be 
helping them and in turn bringing in a huge stream of income in addition to your photography. All right, I will see you all next time. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, I would love it if you left me a review or shared it with a friend that you think would also enjoy it. My mission is to help as many badass photographers just like yourself. And if we aren't already friends on Instagram, come hang out with me over there at Jenny Maroney. Thank you again. Until next time.